Sorry. Sleep is good. I mean, I assume you need sleep. It seems to be a not as much as other humans, but yes. Yes, Matt's not human. What? He did qualify other other. This kid might be a genius. That's what he is. Maybe he's a human hybrid. Maybe human animal hybrid. The the <laughs> Welcome to the Human Animal Hybrids Podcast. Uh, I am Joe. I am Shannon. I'm Angela. I'm Matt. Yeah, we are. And this isn't Human Animal Hybrids, guys. You got the wrong place. Uh, this is the movie dummies. <laughs> the movie dummies. Um, yeah, and this week we're in the middle of our musical run, right? We're feeling a little bit, feeling a little bit of music in our heart. A little bounce in our step. <laughs> little whistle in our wiener. Yeah. And we watched Moulin Rouge this week. I'm I'm partial to it. As it is uh, like our movie for me and my lovely wife Shannon here. Yes. <laughs> Are you the yes man from The Simpsons? Uh-huh. Yes. I'm sorry, I'm here. <laughs> She's like all kicked back, you can't even hear her. <laughs> um... <laughs> Idiot. Uh, <laughs> before we jump into Moulin Rouge, though, let us talk about our picks of the week. Oh yeah, by the way, I, I, it must be uh, must be mentioned we're missing a a Ron this week. He He's uh, too busy being insubordinate and churlish and churlish. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, let's just say he has explosive diarrhea. I think that's less oh. embarrassing than what's really happening, right? <laughs> Right. Explosive diarrhea. Yep. Sorry. What's really happening? (laughs) I have no idea. All I know is that his pants looked up to him and said, You done messed up, A.A. Ron! (laughs) Because he he pooped his pants out of his. These drops are working good today. (laughs) Yeah, I see under those underwears. They're stringing together amazingly. You're on a roll. (laughs) All right, let's stop it there and go to the pick of the week. Uh, Matt. Let's go start with Matt. Uh, I started watching a television series uh, based off of a uh, book series, fantasy book series, um, called the Shannara Chronicles. Eh, Yes, the old Shannara Chronicles. How do you like it? I like it. Um, You know, I'm going to tell you right now, there are people who will not like it for sure. (laughs) Um, Who? It doesn't def- definitely has like like everyone here. A A Ron might like it. Yeah, maybe. Um, yeah, uh, it's definitely has. Seems like it has a high production value. Um, there's a lot of like good special effects. Um, yeah, it reminds me of like Peter Jackson was in charge of a CW. TV series? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Uh, I don't know if that makes sense. No. Uh, okay, sorry. No. Um, <laughs> is it the... a Netflix original? No. Yeah. It's MTV. It says, yeah, I was going to say it's on Netflix, but like it, MTV's dig. Um, gotcha. It stars Gimli and some other people that I recognize from something, but I can't put my finger on it. 
Hmm. Uh, it starts with the one guy from Arrow um, who played Deathstroke, and then yeah, everybody else. It's your guess is as good as mine. Huh. Okay. Manu Bennett, the guy who beat his wife or whatever. What? Sure. Huh. Yeah, he played Deathstroke. Okay. He did something bad. I don't remember what it was exactly. Sounds about right. Okay. He has the look of a douchebag. He's Australian. For sure. All right. Shannon, what is your recommendation this week? Okay, so I had a wonderful opportunity this week to go with a friend to a theater show. The theater! Yes. And we went and saw the play that goes wrong. Shut up, baby dick. I I never heard of it. Um, one of my colleagues at work went earlier this week, and she actually loved it so much she bought another ticket and saw it twice in a week. Well, it is wow. It is a play that everything goes wrong, like the acting, the lines, the stage falls apart. Guys mess up their lines. Like he can't say words right. I was laughing like. I almost peed my pants because I was laughing so hard at some of the things <laughs> that were happening. Yeah. Well, it was at the end. Uh, you're just like, what? Like, all of a sudden, it just comes out of the blue and it just keeps happening over and over again. It's just hilarious. And everything kind of comes back to play. They even kind of walk out into the audience at the beginning and say, hey, we've lost the dog. Have you seen the dog? You know, this is what he looks <laughs> like. And... <laughs> Yeah. Interesting. And they show up on stage with the dog. No, they have the chain, but there's no dog. He pretends there's a dog. Oh, and then like like little things happen, like their swords get cut in half on accident, so they make their own sound effects. Is that nice. <laughs> yeah. Swoosh. And like the guy had a shirt where he gets sliced and so he he quickly lifts it and pulls out the red part and he goes Oh, <laughs> and then he like flaps it up and down at us. He's like, "I'm good." <laughs> it's like they're like, "We're in a play." Shh! It's just it was hilarious the whole time. That's fun. I would recommend it if you ever have an opportunity to go to the theater. Go. I've never been. So I'm trying to talk Joe into going to more theater shows with me. Mm-hmm. Something fun to do with my mm-hmm. So it's my pick of the week. It's not a movie. It's not a book. It's not a video game. It's a theater show. Go, you know, once in a while, take a chance and go see something different. So, yeah. Uh-huh. Interesting. Awesome. Angela, tell me your recommendation for this week. <clears throat> My recommendation for this week is Fantastic Beasts, The Crimes of Grindelwald. Grindelwald. Yeah, I finally had the opportunity to watch it. And I have some thoughts. Yeah? Like that they're uh, lying to you? Ooh. Oh, yes. I mean, overall, overall, I enjoyed the movie quite a bit. Um, I think I'm excited for the rest of the series as it unfolds. Yeah. Um, Spoiler. Grindelwald. uh, There's some inconsistencies that bother me, but... How can there be an inconsistency um, when it's written by the same author? Is it 
more pertaining like, to the book line? Um, like, for instance, uh, McGonagall is there teaching at Hogwarts. Not that McGonagall. Uh, what do you mean, not that McGonagall? Could it be the mother? It's not necessarily I Minerva. It, I guess it never occurred to me that it wasn't Minerva. Because it would be like Minerva's uh, mom. I mean, yeah, it would have to be. She... For the age, right? Because isn't... Yeah. Didn't, they've said the Nate or like the years they were born, right? In the books, um, Ooh. no, not the years that they were born, but in uh, Order of the Phoenix, McGonagall says that she had been at Haw- she had been working at Hogwarts for thirty nine years, <clears throat> and that would put that year Which, what? Uh, Order of the Phoenix happens in ninety six. So you're you're better at oh. math than me. Fifty eight fifty seven? Fifty seven, sure. That sounds about right. <laughs> so and I don't Yeah, the, and then uh so then uh what year is uh Crimes of Grindelwald? Twenty eight? Something like that. Yeah. So it could be her mom. I know that it could be. It could be. I'm trying. I can't. I only watched it the one time. I can't remember if they said Minerva specifically. Even if they did, I know it they could said still be Professor wrong. McGonagall. Right. Yeah, it's highly unusual, though. Is it though? Is it? The part that the I... only instance I've ever heard of it is in Gilmore Girls. There you go. Well, did you like Nagini? Did you like? I did. I did like Nagini. I liked the idea that animal or that that there's such a creature that starts out human and then phases into an animal. Well, she's like an animagus, but she can't control it, right? I, I it's they, she's, they she's used losing a, control. They of used it. an actual they used an actual term for it that was not animagus. It was it started with an M. Okay. And it yeah. it almost lent to a, an entirely different species of being. Gotcha. And I actually I liked that because Nagini always seemed to have more consciousness than just a snake, even with Voldemort influencing her. And Crookshanks, Hermione's cat, I, he he's not he's not just a cat. You know, right. That's, that's, that was kind of the whole crux of Prisoner of Azkaban. You know, when Sirius says something like, "He's the." cleverest of his kind I've ever met mm-hmm. you know, it, it, it it made it seem like he wasn't just a cat so maybe Crookshanks is this this species as well that maybe he was a man at one time and Ooh. now he's a cat and we never find out so what I, looks I take it not yet no so I I really I liked that aspect of it um, I like the idea that uh that Grindelwald is is going to use credence to uh, kill Dumbledore. <clears throat> so I don't I gotta, like the blood pack thing. I got to throw this out there. Uh-huh. To me, as a viewer of the films, Grindelwald seems to be I don't know five times as powerful as Voldemort. Um, I don't know it. 
I can't be objective about the films. His display of power at the end of that movie is greater than anything Voldemort did in any of the movies. I mean, it it specifies in the book that Voldemort was the greatest dark wizard ever known until Voldemort came on the scene. So, to hmm. me, that that suggests that Voldemort was more powerful or rather more power hungry. Okay. It doesn't necessarily, it doesn't necessarily, you're, you know, Voldemort wasn't necessarily the most powerful wizard. He was just more willing to go further along the road of dark magic, mutilating his, his soul and his body in order to gain power. He was obsessed with living forever. Yes. He, he he wasn't he was better than that he was he was greater than mortality you know it's interesting I read a interview with Jason Isaacs because of my recommendation this week and uh he's talking about he played Lucius Malfoy as a white supremacist and he felt that all of Voldemort's cronies were all basically like neo-nazis yeah, I, I drew that same conclusion as well. Um, when I the first time I read the books was, you know, the the closest correlation I could draw was was Nazi Germany. You know, right. Voldemort, Hitler, Death Eaters are Nazis, and the Muggles are Jews. You know, it just seems to follow Grindelwald's that pattern. motivations are different. His motivations are different, um, but. I don't know that they're... It's not necessarily like they're less nefarious. They're not. He he still wants to rule over the muggles. He, just... he, doesn't, he doesn't want them slaughtered. No, he wants them slaughtered. Not necessarily. They need servants. Sure. He... Slaughter the lazy ones! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he definitely... You know, he definitely was going to torture muggles and and do whatever needed to be done to be the ruling class. He wants he wants power. He wants he wants to be the glorious leader of the revolution, you know, he wants to he wants to rule over the muggles in the, in his rightful place. Okay. The wizards right. are better than So do you recommend how because we know you're the lover of the books over the movies. Mm-hmm. How do you mm-hmm. feel that this movie can compare? The bibliophile. Because there's I not like... a book on it, right? Right. They're, the only fantastic beast and where to find them that exists is an actual textbook that just talks about right. creatures written by Newt's commander. Well, he's That's right. mentioned um, in the book. The, right. The I'm, in, book. I'm enjoying... Yeah, but literally just name it, having his name, just naming his his name as the author after the title. That's that's the only mention. I mean, there is no other mention. There's nothing in his story. There's nothing about him having any kind of relationship with Dumbledore. I mean, there's literally nothing. It's just Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them by Newt Commander. That's it. So I found just to I throw think- this out there too. I found. Uh, Newt to be far less annoying this time. I agree. I agree. I, he was not nearly as weird as autistic. He was in the first one. 
yeah, it seems like Eddie Redmayne definitely took some took some criticism to heart, I think, after the review. It's not just him. You know, the director let him do it the whole time. He was unintelligible. He couldn't even understand him. Yeah, but that seemed to have gotten better in this this film. Um, I enjoyed Jacob, of course. Yeah, but they Uh, erased my favorite part of the first movie. What do you mean? It just tells you... I, I thought that his love for Queenie is what broke the spell, but no, it just he just remembered. Was it? I mean, maybe his love for Queenie is what allowed him to remember. Uh-huh. I don't know. That's it, what I believe. For a, a, a series that touts love being the most powerful magic, they could have at least sold it harder. Okay, Joe, this leaves us with your final recommendation. Well, there's one last thing we got to talk about with Fantastic Beasts. Spoiler alert for those who haven't seen it. Do you think Grindelwald is telling the truth to Credence? No. I mean, we we talked about this a little bit in the feed or whatever, and you may have a point that he may be a Dumbledore, but not... There's no way he's... Dumbledore's brother. There's just no way. Is there a possibility? I don't know how old Dumbledore's sister was when she died. Um, There is no possibility, and here's why. Because Ariana Dumbledore was six when she was set upon by muggles and turned into an ocularist. Um, Dumbledore was a preteen at the time. That's when his father went to Azkaban. So if Dumbledore is now in his 40s in this film, 40s, and Credence is in his 20s, then that would put Dumbledore in his 20s and his father. What happened to his sister after she became uh, whatever it's called? Uh, She was... she, She was kept in the house for a number of years. She was probably 14 when she died. Um... Hmm. She died actually during a fight with Dumbledore, Grindelwald, and Dumbledore's brother Aberforth. Is it? Hmm. Okay. Could it be what's his face's his brother's kid? No, no, he never married. He he liked goats. Nobody said anything about marriage. Well, mm. he liked goats. Marriage. It's what brings us together. He right, liked well, goats. Trust me. Where would the dumbbell line liked come goats. from? I think I honestly mm. think that Grindelwald is just is just lying to him. Okay. I, I don't think he's a Dumbledore at all. I think he's he's just using him to get at Dumbledore because of this stupid blood pack thing. Yeah, I understand. Interesting. Dumbledore didn't. Dumbledore didn't avoid going after Grindelwald because of a blood pact. He avoided going after Grindelwald mm-hmm. out of cowardice. Mm-hmm. It was the truth he feared. Okay. Yucca. Doink. Whoops. Stop it. Yep. What is Stop your it, computer. What you got, Jojo? Oh, uh, my Jojo. recommendation. I I watched a few things this week, and uh, I'm One. surprised. 
<clears throat> Angela, that you did not mention the Santa Clarita diet. So we'll save that till I'm I done with it. I haven't watched it yet. It's, uh, I've, I've watched like four episodes. It's delightful. But the thing I did finish, well, I just want to also throw out there too, watch Hannah on Amazon. It's amazing. <clears throat> and I'm not finished with that either. But I did happen to watch the entirety of season two of the OA. Now, I recommended season one a long time ago, or whenever it was out the first time. I think it was before y'all were even here. And the OA is... Your favorite show ever. No, it's insane. Totally. It's one of the most ambitious as far as just how how, how it could be silly, but it's not. Like... They, <laughs> the first season starts off with like this girl telling the story about how she has near death experiences, and then she needs to travel to another dimension. And to do that, she has to do these movements that are insane. They're insane. And uh, the season ends basically on a cliffhanger where everyone finds out that she was lying, that she made it all up. Hmm. Um, I won't dis- I won't yeah, spoil whether or not that's true or not. <clears throat> but I will say that season two shoots off like a cannon and destroys like everything in its wake, and it ends with an even bigger jump the shark type of thing than the first one. If they can pull huh. it off, and see- I I can't tell you if it's good or not until I see how they do it in season three. It could be the most brilliant thing they've ever done on TV or it could be really really stupid I'll let you know in a year stupid is stupid does that being said I highly recommend the show it is weird what is it it's called the OA stands for original angel um where do I find it Netflix original Mm. it's it's slower like a Netflix show uh it's well acted but it is Matt, I'll say this: Rennie would love it. Oh dear! But it's all, but it's also good. <laughs> oh, it's not like perfume story of a serial killer. <laughs> this is pretty much the worst video ever made. We all felt that about portrait of a serial killer, perfume, whatever it was called. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, A. A. Ron said he watched the first three episodes and he couldn't get into it. So I don't know what that tells you. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's really good then. If he can't get into it, I don't know. He's not here to defend himself. I should stop talking. Hmm. So if somebody else watch it, let me know what you think. Anybody out there in TV land want to watch it? And uh, <clears throat> email in, moviedummies at gmail.com. Let me know what you think of the OA starring all kinds of people, including Jason Isaacs, who is Amazing. If you like Jason Isaacs, that's enough to watch the show. How about that? I'm not sure who that is. Lucius Malfoy. Oh yeah, that's right. You already said that. Yeah, he's. Uh, I don't know if I do. He's amazing in it because he's the bad guy. Ah, that's all I'm going to say. So I don't want to spoil mm-hmm. anything. And if, in case you do watch it, <clears throat> so guys. I have one piece of movie news that is, pertains to us as a podcast. We had some highs and lows and highs and lows and highs and lows over the Disney and Fox merger, but now it 
is seeming pretty certain Uh-oh. all of the Netflix shows, the Marvel shows are done, that they're not going to be resurrected <gasps> in any way. They're going to let them go down the toilet. In no! fact, they're auctioning off props from all of them, including you can go buy Daredevil suit. I hate you. So what? looks like they're going away. Hate you. Who do I hate? They'll no, be rebooted, do... recast for whatever Disney's platform ends up being, if Feige even wants to do it at all. Uh, what do I not watch now forever and ever? I don't know. Disney? There's some sort of contract Disney? stipulation that says that they can't, if they don't use Netflix's studios and Netflix's people, that they can't do anything with those shows for two years. So I don't know. That's all. I, that's all I've heard. So it I seems like it's dead. I'm the only one that's upset. So. I'm pretty upset. I love Charlie Cox's I Daredevil. I am so upset. I am bleeding out my eyes. But Ooh. it'll give us, you know, it'll give Charlie Cox an opportunity to go do other things. True, but he's amazing. He's amazing as Daredevil. Just amazing. Gosh, he would be a great Batman. He'd be a good Wolverine. Oh, yes, he would. He's hmm. small. That's He's feisty. Okay, that's the most depressing movie news. I am done. Yeah. John Bernthal can go do other things. Nope. I'm gone. Kristen Ritter can go do other things. Uh, I watched a uh, news clip, and they're like, John Bernthal was a perfect Punisher. Charlie Cox was a perfect Daredevil. Kristen Ritter was perfect as Jessica Jones. And What's-His-Face was a great Sir Loris Tyrell. (laughs) Shut your mouth when you talk. (laughs) <laughs> people just didn't like darren fist so it is what it is so guys let's dive into the movie of the week no other movie news no that's we're, we're gonna go movie news light from now on awesome what do you want i mean do you want more movie news no i want to talk about moulin rouge yeah how does it start there was a boy there you go a very strange and <laughs> whatever happy boy special boy he traveled very far. Okay, was <laughs> freaking John, John Leguizamo. Leguizamo really that small? No, he's on his knees <laughs> the whole time. Yes, <laughs> I was really confused. I was gonna make the same joke, but <laughs> what I didn't know was the dude who played Audrey. Audrey. Yeah. The <sighs> Roxanne. Guy? The writer. The writer. Which one? The one that said, the original one I who quit. goes and quits. Yeah, is Audrey. It's a dude in drag, obviously. Well, duh. But it's David Wenham, and he's like in Three Hundred. He's in everything. He's all kinds of things. But the like almost like their very next movies, David Wenham and the guy who played the Duke, Richard Roxburgh, they went to be in Van Helsing. Ha <laughs> uh, Richard Roxburgh was uh, Dracula. Mm-hmm. Pretty much doing the same character just with a different voice. I mean, he's so over the top in Van Helsing; it's he insane. Is. He's like, oh, it's constantly. And then David Wenham plays Carl. <laughs> yeah, the like stupid sidekick. Yeah, who uh, he gets a chick to bang him. It's pretty bad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Pretty bad. Um, just threw that out there. You forgot how silly this movie was to begin with? I Well, I remember the movie starting off like bonkers. I didn't forget that yeah, it starts off slow. Like, it's like an acid trip. Well, so first it starts Argentina off slow, though. The ceiling and... It is an acid trip, isn't it? No. When it does go crazy, it goes bonkers, and then it slows back down again. But holy crap, does it start off crazy. 
Yeah. Mhm. It does. And I mean and it it takes its time though. Okay, so let's dig into that because we see like little bits of him and his obsession with love. But we Thank you for caring my ridiculous obsession with love. We see his father, but we never see his mother. So does he have mother issues? Mommy must be dead. Uh, well, that was, was my to say his issue is she is gone. Right. So mom possibly died giving him this ridiculous obsession with love. Maybe because he lives in a loveless home. Could, could and he's know. just got a bohemian. Like he's a bohemian revolutionary. For beauty. At heart. Truth and love. I don't so. know. It sounds like Angela didn't like this movie. I didn't really. I mean, <laughs> I wanted to. You're totally really ruining did. my brain thought. I'm sad. I love musicals. And I like Ewan McGregor and Nicole Kidman exists, I guess. Nicole Kidman <laughs> is <laughs> Nicole Kidman is a phenomenal actress. Um, she's fine. I mean, there's no, nothing no, no, no. wrong with let's, her. Let's not, no, no. let's not parse any words. There's, she's there's, fantastic. She's not always good, she though. She is. There's nothing wrong with her. I just don't like her. You have to see her do something like good. Tom Hanks. No, it's like Tom Hanks. There's nothing. They're great. I just don't like them. Um, I don't know that you're allowed to say you don't like Tom Hanks in America. <laughs> I don't. I don't like Tom Hanks. You can say whatever you want about the president, but I don't think you can say anything bad about Tom Hanks. I know he's fantastic. He's a brilliant actor. (laughs) He's a really really nice guy. He's just too... I don't like it. So, anyway, I I would agree that (sighs) Nicole Kidman doesn't always... She's like Nicolas Cage in a certain way. (laughs) She takes huge (laughs) swings and they don't always hit. But then when you see her in something that's like very good, you're like, oh, yeah, that's right. She's also awesome at acting. And then like she's an Aquaman and you go, oh, wait, is she good at acting? And then she's in Big Little Lies. And you're like, oh, yeah, she's awesome at acting. She makes <laughs> Maybe I just confusing. haven't seen her in anything good. So I've um, seen her like her, her yeah. abilities are showcased in this movie. There are times where she doesn't seem to be very good at acting in this movie at all. Where she's just going her little <laughs> and like oh, flipping Lord. her dress and right. going crazy. But then there's other points where it looks like she's a very good actress. So I don't know. And Thoughts? If, if that is her singing, then she's extremely talented. Is she a good singer? If that's her singing, yeah. It is her singing, so. yeah. Then yeah, I think she's extremely talented. Okay. I can't quite tell if she's a good singer either. Oh, mm. I, I, I thought it was nice. It okay. wasn't auto-tune. Was nice. No, there's auto-tune's not really a thing yet. So Which th- is nice. It's really them singing. Ewan McGregor sings like a flipping angel. <sighs> so <laughs> I forgot about your man crush. Flutter. Flutter. He not only is he Obi-Wan Kenobi, he sings like an angel. Oh, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Obi-Wan can bone me. Exactly. <laughs> I think There wasn't think. nearly as much original music as I was expecting. There was no original music. No, it's all cut Wait, together. No. The the song that's our song is original. Come what may. And yes. there I, there were a couple others that I didn't recognize, although that doesn't necessarily mean that they're original. Like just, a virgin, that's a Madonna song. No, no, no. <laughs> Roxanne. No. Roxanne is a, is were, from the police. Of course. But no, the one that they were singing when Diamonds. they were dancing on the elephant. 
Oh, uh, Elephant Love Medley is like nine different songs. It is. Okay. I... Like, all you need is love. Oh, that's in there. And like, We Can Be Heroes, which is you. actually, who, who originally did We Can Be Heroes? I know the Wallflowers did it. We could be heroes. I don't remember. Yeah. There was another one in there that I didn't recognize. I don't remember exactly what it was now, but. I mean, but the yeah, first, I was. The I first was big number is, is uh, Diamonds Are a Girl's Best Friend, which is freaking Marilyn Monroe, right? David Bowie. Right, yeah. She David. sang it in a movie. David Bowie did Heroes. Oh, oh that's right. It was a Bowie song. <laughs> yep. That's right. So. So that threw me, you know, to begin with. I was just kind of like, huh, so this is happening. Yeah, it's a pop musical for sure. I think sure. I, I don't I don't tend to like those as much as. I like this one because it's really well done. It is really well done. I really wanted to like it. Um, Jim Broadbent is amazing. Thoughts? Who? Uh, Professor Slughorn. <laughs> Jim Broadbent, the guy who played Harold Ziegler. Uh huh. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. My precious, all the different names he had for is okay. He was also in Narnia, right? I mean, he's in everything. He's freaking. He's the best. Does anyone else (laughs) like? I've seen this movie so many times, but now that I've watched it enough, I'm looking at more detail. Do you think that Fiddler and Marie that Ziggler Ziggler is that his name? Ziggler and Satine. Yeah. No, Marie. Wow. Fiddler and Marie? <laughs> Hello. Fiddler on the roof. Was, oh, the helper lady? Yes. Was her name Marie? I got to yes. check because you just called him Fiddler. No, I said... Zig- oh. It was Marie. Marie is right. I know. <laughs> I uh, I don't know. I was just like, is this the daughter? Is Satine the daughter? But then how messed up would that be to have your daughter in a whorehouse? Well, he's also, you know, acting like a father figure and then spying on her with his telescope. Yeah. Right? While she's banging some dude. Well, Well, not really. No, but he he sent that dude in there to get banged by her. Yes. That is the purpose of a uh, Uh pimp. (laughs) Right. And then he decides to watch through the telescope, I guess, to make sure that. I'm also assuming his pants were off at the time. (laughs) Gross. Oh, sluggy. Oh. No, they for sure were. I saw him. <laughs> <laughs> I was there, bro. I saw it. I was so there. But does anyone else, like, I guess, because you don't know how else she came to be there. There's no backstory on Satine other than she wants to be an actress. I mean, I didn't, She's I a didn't pick up any backstory on any of them. Yeah, the Moulin Rouge is just a whorehouse. It's a hooker station. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, you just got that. It's a burlesque. Yes. And then you bang the burlesque dancers. Mm -hmm. Well, sure. Um, (laughs) And who's given that plenty of fine jewelry, apparently? I'll tell you (sighs) that. I, I am biased, so I'll do as best I can. But like, this movie's fantastic. <laughs> I think it takes a certain type of person to like the movie, though. Too like the time of which you see it, 
the state of what you're in, it really caters to a certain type of audience. And it's not going to be a favorite for everyone. I feel like as soon as Ewan McGregor came on screen, or no, as soon as the dude fell through the ceiling in a narcoleptic fit, <laughs> all the way up through the teen fainting was just a whirl of color and yeah it's Baz Luhrmann music and craziness and I couldn't I I just I just couldn't I'm like I don't I don't am I having a seizure I don't understand what's happening right now they were on absent and they were singing sound of music and <laughs> acting like it was a like it was original like are, do well, these songs not exist or are they all exactly. making them up I don't I didn't understand what was happening what's happening in any musical I mean <laughs> but, I mean but they're not songs I'm familiar with sure but so do these songs exist in this and they're using them or are no, obviously uh, smells like teen spirit is from you know 1990s and this is supposed to take place at the turn of the century so so <laughs> they are merely being used for our entertainment yeah i know i just i found it and i liked the use of that song i didn't i remember not liking it before but i haven't seen the movie in a long time and i did like it because that's basically what those guys are there to do is hey here we are now entertain, entertain us Hmm. Yep. Entertain I mean, the it, penis. <laughs> it definitely uh it somehow they found a way to wedge it in there and have it not be completely ridiculous. Yeah, I mean it all I never, the music itself. I never would have guessed was possible. I like all the music. You and know, the, the Children well of the Revolution and... is a good song. Um, the Voulez-vous Cache avec moi, Lady Marmalade was with Zidler doing his thing. Diamonds are our girl's best friend. Um, even, you know, Rhythm of the Night can be what it is. But then we get into, like, Hugh McGregor belting out your song, which is awesome. Mm. Yeah. Thoughts? I don't know. On the music? Yeah. I enjoyed the music. Yeah, I think the music was obviously the best part. Right. So, of course, when you learn that Satine, spoiler, is dying, uh, you just know that... Yeah, the consumption. That it's just going to turn out sad. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Come What May is a beautiful song. Ugh. It's our tune, baby. It is. And just finally, would you want to actually go see this play? The, the, the. <laughs> oh, would you like to see Spectacular Spectacular? Yes, That's what I asked you. while we were watching the movie. <laughs> uh, no. Sure. I for sure would. <laughs> if it comes with hookers and opium. <laughs> it's, it's basically the movie we just saw, but Bollywood. I would love to see that. Yeah, no, I'm good. I guess the. It looked very interesting. It, I, how is it any different from a musical today? It, it is a musical from today. 
Right. But I'm, <laughs> I'm saying, so like, confused. It's kind of like Aladdin. You know, Aladdin. I mean, it's, it's more like uh, across the universe. It is a tragic love story, to be sure. They are star-crossed lovers, and they, you know, it's a sad ending, which doesn't typically happen in a musical. No. Right. Oh, spoiler alert. Because <clears throat> she dies. Yeah. But you knew she was dying, but you didn't think they would do it right then and there. You would think that they would live happily ever after, and then she well, would die a little bit later. Let's, uh, let's go behind the scenes to the podcast. Angel didn't finish the movie on time. She's like, yeah, 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 they're going to live happily ever after. And I said, oh, no, go watch the rest of that movie. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, whatever. She dies. He gets shot. Whatever. It's fine. He's like, no. Worse. <laughs> fine. She I'll dies, and he is movie. heartbroken. Now, I believe Ewan McGregor to be a fantastic actor. I believe I all of I believe all the emotions he's going through. Um the love, the loss, the jealousy, I believe all of it. And I think that has a lot to do with the chemistry they have together. They do seem to have quite a bit of chemistry, which is and surprising I, to me because I don't ever see her have chemistry with anybody. And I was gonna say that too. It, it like he had awesome chemistry with uh Renee Zellweger in Down With Love as well, and she's a dead fish, Um, but they're great together, and I think there's something about Hugh McGregor that people are finding now with, like, Chris Pratt. Like, he could have chemistry with a cactus. He's just, <laughs> he's just a enigmatic type of dude. Right. I like him. Yeah, yeah pretty soon I bet they'll all be swinging together. Just a big old fucking suck. Maybe get when through we finally Zac get Efron. to. I was just gonna say when we finally get to uh, Greatest Showman, we'll hear all about your man crush on Zac Efron. I don't have a man crush on Zac Efron. I just think he's a talented actor. People just disagree. It's okay, it's, yeah, it's guy it's love. Fine. It's guy love. <laughs> <laughs> Between two guys. So Matt, how mm-hmm. on a scale of one to uh, ten, how rapey would you rate the Duke? Seventy-four. Mm, okay. Yeah, that's about it. Ugh. Like I felt disgusted. Like he was. Oh, I mean, he did. He raped her, right? Like that oh, happened. Yeah. yeah. Well, he tried. The guy hit him. Yeah, he was going to, but the guy. Yeah. Oh happened. yeah, I forgot about the guy. In uh, like the beginning when he's like when he starts screaming at Ziggler, I don't like people touching my things, and he's like got his hat over his crotch. How rock hard is he under that hat? Oh, so so Ugh. rock hard. Ugh. I'm surprised he didn't like move his hand and the hat was still there. Right. Like, are we talking Sandusky in the boy shower room hard? That level. Uh, we're talking. We're talking that uh, U of M gymnast doctor. Oh no, that's MSU. Middle right. of an exam. Oh, sorry. MSU gym gymnast doctor. Oh, you have some foot pain. Exam. I have to go in through the vagina, massage an area in there. Indeed, it's it's Eastern medicine. <laughs> Chakras. 
I don't play that game. Me neither, Arnold. Pressure points. Um, I don't know. I don't have very many notes. I basically sat and just watched this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, like a virgin's pretty insane. That number. Yeah. It's pretty bonkers. You were saying they that got jello mold jo- titties. They got. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, it, was... it's bonkers. And Ziggler's wearing the sheet. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, which part is that? When, uh, right after he's like, She's confessing! She's confessing! <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> she wanted to be like a virgin. You know, touched, touched for the very first time. <laughs> Oh my gosh! I ended up laughing a lot through that, though. I, I don't know. This movie has aged very well for me. Angela doesn't agree. It's, it's not. It doesn't feel that it hasn't aged well. I mean, (laughs) I wouldn't have liked it then. I don't like it now. I can't imagine I would feel any different about it then. But I, I don't know. I mean. Oh, I just like Again, it. Again, I, I was I was put off I was put off immediately by the by the chaotic nature of the absence and the random Argentinians falling through roofs. Right, it, yeah. it starts off bizarre, but it does slow down. Was I mean, that John like Wazamo or what? The Argentinian? No, the midget. The yeah, dwarf. yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. Sometimes it looked like him, and sometimes it didn't, and I was very confused. Yep. He's in love. The makeup was good. I couldn't tell if I was just being racist. <clears throat> you know, he's the uh, one who always tells the truth. The greatest thing you'll ever I was gonna make... is just. I was going to make fun of. Go ahead, man. I was going to make fun of his. I was going to make fun of his height, but then I looked up how tall he was, and I was like, oh, he's only an inch shorter than me. Right. <laughs> On your knees? Well, so, he's like a foot and a half shorter than you when he's walking around on his knees. Did John Leguizamo really get him, Ewan McGregor, a meeting with Satine, or was the whole thing for him to try to be the Duke? That I was wondering myself. I, I never think, really explained that. So Leguizamo didn't have shit. He went in there because mm. he's he's a uh, a shyster. He went in there thinking that he's just going to pull something. He had no idea the Duke was meeting. Nothing. Oh, okay. It just coincidentally it just so it, happened. To... It, yeah, yeah. There's no so way happened. he could have actually had an actual meeting if she was supposed to meet the Duke anyway. Yeah, I mean, what's he going to do? Walk in there while he's railing her? Mm. Ew. Hmm. We do learn that Ewan McGregor's character in the movie, at least, has a giant dong. Yeah, we do learn that. He's got a huge talent! (laughs) That's what you call it these days. I'm surprised I didn't get Kevin Bacon to cover this part. Exactly. (laughs) I love Kevin Bacon's big dong. At least he had a nice jacket. If it would have been on... (laughs) At he had a nice jacket! (laughs) I can't even do it. Oh, yeah, I can. Hey, this jacket is awesome! Ooh, and it's tighter than dick skin. Oh, fantastic times. Um, I I listen to this soundtrack quite a bit too. 
And my two favorite songs are Elephant Love Medley, where they're singing all those pop songs on the elephant, and Come What May, the the main love song. What's your guys' favorite songs from the movie? Probably Come What May. Um, hmm. I think the medley, probably. Hmm. Mine is Roxanne. Of course, I love the Elephant Love Medley and I love Come What May, but like the Roxanne song is like that one song that's like, you yeah, know, our, it's like, it's our relationship song is in this movie. I'm just I really saying. like the Huli Bakshi Vave Moi. C'est I yeah. have listened to Lady Marmalade probably more often than any other movies or any other song from this movie. Well, it was a hit. Yeah. Like, it's just one of those songs that you you think, wow, yeah, you shouldn't fall in love with a hooker. Right. And (laughs) it kind of, at that point, it made the movie seem more realistic than it seemed farced and, like, fairy tale-ish at that point. Because that's when it turned scary. Never she, fall in love with a woman who sells herself. It always ends up badly. So. Was it just me or did she seem like super angry when she thought he, Ewan McGregor just wanted to get down to business and let her pour him champagne or whatever? She like super mad about that. Was well, that just me? I think at the beginning I that's all she thought was going to happen. Know. Yeah, I don't think she's all that satisfied with her life as a hooker. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine why. Mm. She gets to see uh, Kevin Bacon's big dong every once in a while. Sure. She gets to, you know, dream of <laughs> get the chance to be a real actress and be showered in diamonds and and showered in other stuff. I'll tell you that. Other <laughs> stuff. <laughs> Do you think golden shower? If the no, <laughs> uh, no. I didn't see our I didn't see our Kelly anywhere in this movie. <laughs> Do you have your passport? Did you get your shots? I tell me you guys have heard that right. Uh, no. Oh sweet sweet Jesus! Our Kelly is doing like some New Year's show in Ethiopia, and he's singing that to the kids in the crowd. What? Do he's you have your passport? Did you get your shots? Who would Get like to come here. back with Rob to America? <laughs> no. That's oh. not real. Oh. That over. can't be real. And over, I swear to you. That can't be I real. I swear to you. I YouTube swear. it later. He sings so it over and over trying, again. So he's trying to kidnap the Ethiopian? I don't know what he's what trying to do. Evidently, he's just a victim. Like he said oh, uh, yeah? to Gail King. Uh, <laughs> Y'all are killing me with this! So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You yeah. son of a yeah. bitch. He's just a Sucks victim. Sucks when the past comes back to bite you, huh? He's just a victim. Do you His think past? If they would have... Like yesterday? <laughs> Do you think if the Duke knew that Satine was dying, it would have changed any part of this movie? Yeah. All of it. <laughs> like yeah. right at the end? If they would have told him For that sure. she's dying? I mean, they could have, if he had known from the beginning, he would have been like, well, this, uh, you know, I'm not going to be able to possess this thing for very long, so whatever. Exactly. 
he didn't seem like he cared about her very much at all. No. What did he want from her? He was obsessed Babies? with her, but he like No, yeah. he wanted he wanted her for the He wanted a dick sleeve. As, as a trophy. Yeah. Yeah. Because mm. no one else It was a, a beautiful thing to put on his mantelpiece. Oh, but also him and his manservant are banging, right? Oh, most certainly. Mm. I don't think they're banging. I think they've got he other things going his on. Mustache hand stuff. Ooh. I think they just do I mean, hand they, stuff, maybe. Well, they definitely need gloves. It's probably like that uh, <laughs> that <laughs> guy who got that other guy to jerk him off in that documentary we watched. <laughs> I just need some relief, man. Service. It's kid stuff. Look, honey, it's a frog. I don't know what that's supposed to mean. I think he just gives him a. A prostate exam. And a man like, can touch another penis yeah. or even kiss one very lightly, and it still doesn't necessarily mean he's a homosexual. I don't know. We, we could mute Joe. Oh, I, I can be muted. You can. She is muted. So we're we're at our time, pretty much for the the movie talk. Oh, okay. Um, spoiler alert: it ends in tragedy, and it's, oh yeah. So we did talk about how she's got a little to burke. She dies tragically at the very end of the movie, Cheer just factor. just when they find love again by singing their song to each other. Um, it is a great finale uh, of a reprise to that song. I loved the instrumentation. I loved the arrangement of it. I thought it was very good. Um, the chorus singing it, it was very beautiful. And then he loses her, Ugh. and his reaction to it is also very heart wrenching. And then you realize why he's been in this room this whole time, typing on his typewriter, all sad. And like you feel that again when he's typing those last words out. It's very sad. I thought it was rather discomforting that he was chasing her through the freaking backstage area in the middle of the show so that he could pay her because she's a whore. And that's, you know, he just wanted to pay his whore and... He's oh, just, was... he's overly dramatic. I mean, he also wrote those lines into the very play they're acting out. Right. So, I mean, I it is what it is. It just, I just found it disconcerting. So. Yeah, it's it's very oh, uncomfortable. Right. He shouldn't be doing that. Yeah. Oh. You know. But, you know, love does funny things to you. Yeah. Love is the many splendid thing. Love lifts up also the most we belong. I can't talk. All you need is love. Terrifying and devastating thing in the world. I'll eat all the time. <laughs> I can't believe it's not butter. <laughs> That's true. Butter. Oh, if only it was this butter worth. It's parquet. Uh, Does it have corn syrup? Parquet. <laughs> <laughs> so, let's rate this bad boy. Ooh. Um. Matt, what do you rate? Moolah. So, I'm a lot like Angela. I had, except I had seen this before. Um, I got to tell you, the production value, the song, like the music itself is great. Uh, You know, the scenes, everything's done extremely well. The acting is phenomenal. I just wasn't entertained by it. Hmm. Like this, I think, I think what the the underlying problem is, the storyline is just, it's not, you know, there's nothing to pay attention to mm. very much until the very end. And then, you know, that part is extremely good. But, like, why should I care what's going on? You know, they don't really... String you along. 
don't really, you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Break you in or whatever. Because so like, you're saying it's more, it's a lot like Rocky Horror in the fact that the movie itself is just a placeholder <clears throat> for them to sing songs. Pretty yeah. much, kind of. I mean, they they attempted a storyline, but it just wasn't very gripping. Like they didn't. I don't know why I should care about you and McGregor. Like I get he's trying to find, you know, the meaning of love or whatever. Uh, the, I think the the two very well, at least the most damning thing was that, uh, you know, she kept turning his back on him, and then at the end he turned his back on her. It's like, uh, whatever. Gotcha. I'm so done with just too dramatic, too soap opera for you. Eh, I don't know. Okay. So what do you rate it? A six point six. Six point six 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 six. The oh. devil's inside you. Because he's like a virgin. <laughs> don't you fold up the Harry Post? <laughs> uh, when the Duke started doing it, oh, that creeped me out. <sighs> that guy was like epitome of. <laughs> Uh, so, Angela, what do you rate this movie? Do the creep. So, <laughs> I know I've said some not so encouraging things about this movie, but I'm going to rate it a seven. Um, because it was it was put together well. the The production value was there. It it was uh, the the music was good for what it was. Um. But quite honestly, when Ewan McGregor and Nicole Kidman weren't on the screen together, I was not interested. Hmm. I, the story, I felt like the story was about them, but they weren't on the screen very much together. And, it, and when they weren't, I, I didn't care about what was going on in the background, to be quite honest. I hear you. Gotcha. So I I found it. I, I found it lacking, but that's not to say that it's not a good movie or not a good musical. It's just not my kind of musical. Oh, it is what it is. Okay. Right, that I typically enjoy. But if you are into, you know, pop musicals or, you know, things like that, then absolutely check it out. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well mm-hmm. worth it. Joe, you have to go next. No, you go. No, this is my pick. Oh, whatever. Uh-huh. Nope, go. No. I'll fight you to the death over it. Okay, I win. Oh, okay. <laughs> Seriously? Mm-hmm. Ugh, you suck balls, sack, and stuff. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, no, I'll go. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> I I like this movie a lot. I agree with all of your guys' points. It's There are things about it that's just not good. Uh, Jello Tits makes up for a lot of it, but... I think Ewan McGregor is totally believable, and he and Kidman have great chemistry. I would actually like to see them do another movie together. I don't know if they have. Um, I didn't look it up, but I think they would be good on screen together again. Um, More than anything, if you guys don't like the movie, get on YouTube or something, listen to the soundtrack. I think the soundtrack itself is worth a listen, for sure. Um but I have to rate this movie pretty high because of its sentimental value to me. So mm-hmm. y'all can just make fun of me all day for that. I'm going to give it a 10 out of 10. Aww. Wow. And I feel really lame for giving an 8.5, but I give it an 8.5. It is one of my <laughs> favorite musical movies, but it does lack some stuff mm-hmm. that I agree with from all the movie dummies. 
And if anything, I would just play the movie for the music. Um, yeah, like a sing along. Yeah. Yeah. The if like Angela said, if we saw more of those scenes where she's giggling and he's writing and you saw their love bloom, it would be more of a, a fitting movie. Um, so, yeah, I give it 8.5. It's definitely a, a worth the watch. Um, and you can watch it while, uh, you know, searching something on your cell phone or reading the news. You Just could watch really... the musical numbers, too. Well, that's what I'm saying. You could literally play on your phone when the music comes on watch oh i would just i would recommend just finding the clips of the songs on youtube so just watching the musical numbers and it does have a sentimental value to joe and i so one of our songs are in it so yeah so that's our it's also longer than i expected it to be by the way that's why i was like yeah it's Baz Luhrmann, and he he's a weirdo so he took some (laughs) a long time at the beginning to do a lot of weird stuff that could have just been cut right out of the movie yeah, you could have spent sure. that twenty minutes doing things like I don't know, showing more of the relationship building between Ian McGregor and Nicole Kidman. Well, yeah, and why their love was so unique. That. Because I mean, literally, they're just banging right behind the Duke's back. He's going on all the dates with him. It's weird. So, okay, so are we on to a game? Um, we just have to say whether or not you'd recommend watching this movie. I recommend yeah. it. Yeah, yes, absolutely. Okay, I cool. recommend you at least listen to it. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely listen to it. So, on to the game time. Uh, do you have a theme song for your game, Angela? Uh, name that tune. Totally makes sense. <laughs> Perfect. Oh. So, the point of this game is what? You're going to hum it for us this week, and then we're going to work on some drum yeah. machines next week? Yeah. Well, next time. It won't be my oh. turn next week. I think you should but... go next week. <laughs> oh, I don't, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> okay, next wow. time. Mm. You okay, son of a so... bitch. <laughs> so, I kind of want to tell you the theme. I really do. No, no, just helmet. All right, fine. So the first one is. <laughs> Oh. Oh. How, how I know this. Oh. I know this. Keep going. Keep going. I don't even know this. I know it. What is it? Oh, my brain. Matt, do you have any idea? Uh, I also recognize the tune, but I cannot name it. <laughs> ah. Give us a clue. Ooh, a clue. So, uh, it is a song performed by a man Ooh. who is Jewish. Is this the Fiddler on the Roof? That is the musical that it is from, yes. Oh, that's not what we're guessing? Oh, if that's what you want to do, yeah, sure. Oh, I thought we were just guessing the movie it was from. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I'm know the songs. I'm never going to get oh, okay. this game. All right, it's If I Were a Rich Man from Fiddler on the Roof. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think any of us would. Matt, would you have been able to I do was, that? I was wrong. I didn't recognize it. 
Oh, sweet Jesus. I, I bow out. All right. One, give, give us another one. All right. Uh, I'm singing in the rain. What a glorious feeling. I'm happy again. What music is this from? Singing in the rain, dummy. Oh. <laughs> okay. You knew the song. You said the words. How do you know that was the title? Yeah, it's the name of the movie. Yep. Well, that's just yep. dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Who does that? Today's the best day ever. Okay, next. All right, next is. Uh, it sounds like the Charlie song. I love how she went from humming <laughs> to bum bums Now she's doing do to do's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's all that musical. Are you going to whistle next, like Axl Rose? No, most certainly not. I cannot whistle. I mean, I can whistle, but not like that. I don't know this one. Clue? Um... Blue. Some people have AIDS. Oh, I know what, what it is now. <laughs> 5,000 miles or something. 524,600 minutes. What is it? 525,600 minutes. Oh, miles. That's away. how many times I jerked off to porn. <laughs> 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 what? That's not how it goes? Musical. I no, not at all. Oh, I thought that's what that was about. No, rent, no, rent, no. Rent. They either have a choice to pay Very their rent good. or pay for Pornhub. No? No, 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 oh. no, no, no. I watched a different show. You did. Do you have one Indeed. more? I have two more. Ooh, 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 dos mas. All right. Joe, if you don't get both of these, I'm going to be very disappointed in okay, you. Joe, you. Okay, answer. He's laughing. You're not even helping. There was a, there was an arm movement to go with it too. I, was oh. I just love how she she went to ba ba ba's now. <laughs> Is that a, a trumpet playing like the Music Man? Or it is like the Music Man. No yes. way. You suck, man. I got it right. <laughs> <laughs> Why is she saying you suck, Matt? What did you do, Matt? I don't know. <laughs> what the hell? I was just listening in. <laughs> just support I don't know why she's picking on you. I didn't get it either. <laughs> You're totally ruining my brain thoughts. Yeah, I just want to apologize for my wife, man. I mean, that's some rude shit. <laughs> Had a child. Apparently, in her head, she has a very, very vicious rivalry going on. <laughs> this whole time, it's been you versus her. <laughs> oh man! There's one more. One more. Uh, uno más. All right, one more. Last one. Ready? Ready. <laughs> The 
This sounds sad. <laughs> she went back to humming. <laughs> I did. There, there was an arm movement that went with that too. An arm movement. Yeah. Okay, uh, this one sounds really depressing. It sounds sadder for sad. sure. I don't think I've seen this one. Joe, do you know? I need a clue. I, need a clue. I, I can't. I'm very. Uh, I'm struggling paying attention to it because <laughs> I'm just distracted by her Doo-doo method of delivery. It is a man who recently starred in a movie that you hated. Singing it. Uh, <laughs> Got to narrow that down. <laughs> <laughs> Can you do the the do do doing part again? Person I hated. <laughs> have I seen this musical? I'm sure you have. Sounds like three blind mice. Three blind mice. That's what it sounds like to me. These poor mice. They're so blind. Oh, Matt, you have any guesses? I guess not. Well, I can tell you the movie you hated was uh, Watson and Holmes. Oh, is this uh, Cellophane, Mr. Cellophane from Chicago? That is absolutely correct. Okay. Wow. No. Johnny C. Riley sings that song in Chicago. Wow. No, never. Yep. Never. Nope. Nope, what? Uh-uh. Never would have got that. Oh. No, eventually, with clues, I did. <laughs> well. Wow. So <sighs> the theme was... Musicals! Musicals! Musicals. Chicago! <laughs> <laughs> Hooker Station! Hooker Station's in Chicago. Wait, there's no Hooker Station in Music Man, right? Norville. No, it's it's a moral town. That's why Hank Hill has to be there to unmoralize it. <gasps> what? No. He's huh? using he's using their morals against them uh-huh. so he can hoodwink them. Hank Hill. Hank I don't Hill. Hill. I don't mean Hank Hill. You can make. <laughs> what the hell are you talking about? Isn't his name Henry Hill? Wow. This no. took a I thought music, you were the music mess- man. Oh, What's his name? Harold. Harold Hill. Yeah, and he's. Pretending Professor he's something Harold he's not. Hill, Harold Hill. God hey, damn it, Bobby. Man. Yeah, I got him mixed up with a propane salesman from Texas. <laughs> <laughs> he sells propane and propane accessories. That's right. Oh, sweet, sweet Lord. Um, okay, guys, that was the the podcast for this week. Um, Moulin Rouge, tell us what you think. Moviedummies at gmail.com. I liked it. Um, it's what it is. Uh, Angela and Matt are kind of on the fence, but, Ooh. you know. I didn't really like their movies either, so I had it coming. I had it coming. We haven't gotten to my movie yet. No, I and I love you your like movie it. with like a deep and in, in, <laughs> like I cry watching it still. So yeah, yep, yep. Uh, it's gonna be tough. Sit. It's always tough to say goodbye to Greg. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, <laughs> next week we're gonna do my pick. This wasn't even my pick. Why was I so upset? My uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't understand what's wrong with me. Mm. I think I have uh, any of us. I think I have what's called. What's it called again? Uh, I'm an idiot. That's what it is. Uh, now another movie I have a deep and abiding love for. I know that it's not great, but I love it so much. 
Uh, 2005's The Producers, starring Matthew Broderick and Matthew Nathan Brad- Lane. I love Matthew Broderick. The dude who plays uh, Hitler, he's uh, fantastic. No, Hitler. No, the guy who plays oh, Hitler, Hitler in the play. Oh, okay. Um, he is so Will good. Will Ferrell's great, though, too. Yes, he is, as a Nazi. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I can't wait to watch this, though. <laughs> it, it is so much fun. Uma Thurman's even pretty good. Surprisingly, yeah. Uh, the guy who plays uh, Hitler in the musical is Gary Beach. Gary Beach. Yes, he died in 2018. Oh yeah, oh, very, sad. very funny in the movie. It looks like the producers one is one of his last credits. Yikes. Yeah, Family Guy. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we will <laughs> we will watch it and we'll talk all about it. He's um, trying to kill you. I don't know what she's doing over there besides disturbing my train of thought. <laughs> she's <clears throat> totally ruining my brain thoughts. Yes. Oh, yeah, this guy. You're Gary totally Beach. ruining my brain thought. So join us next week for the producers because I want to be a producer. Right? Yep. And she's just Can't still wait. playing music on her phone. So. <clears throat> Now, this is a uh, Broadway interpretation put on film of a movie made by Mel Brooks in the late 60s, early 70s, somewhere around there. And it'll be 67. fun. 67. So it'll be fun to talk about that um, because that movie is not a musical. There's music in it, but it is yeah, just it's a, not a it's just a straight comedy starring Gene Wilder and uh, who plays Bialystok in that one. Here we go. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. This is the only thing that's keeping me alive. I don't remember. Oh, Zero Mastel. That's who plays it. Yeah. It'll be fun. Um, can Matthew Broderick live up to Gene Wilder's performance? We will talk about it next week. So, guys, thanks for listening so, to the I podcast. I still like the next one better. What's that? I said, I don't think so, but I still like the Matthew Broderick one better. Okay, Matthew Braddock is a song and dance man, after all. So, indeed. Um, thanks for listening. We will talk to you guys next week when we talk about the producers. Um, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, send them our way. MovieDummies at gmail dot Episodes. Subscribe to the feed. Rate us on iTunes. All that crap you don't want to do. Do it anyway. Listen to the Bone Tomahawk episode. It's hilarious. Yeah, it is. Boner Tomahawks are my favorite. So until next time, guys, I'm Joe. I'm Shannon. I'm Angela. I'm Matt. And for... A-A-Ron! We are the Movie Dummies. We'll see you later. Ella Ma Gator. After Wild Crocodile. Also. Also. Bye. 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 Thanks for listening, Meatbags. Check out other episodes at MovieDummies.com. Contact the show hosts at MovieDummies at gmail.com. Catch you on the flippy flop.